Welcome to the Career Zone podcast, where each episode we spend a few minutes focusing on something that's on students' minds right now. I'm your host, Ray, an employability and careers consultant with the University of Exeter. And you can catch up with all of our series, keep up with all our regular releases by doing those subscribing and following things. We're on iTunes and Spotify. As many of our regular listeners know, it's important to us at The Career Zone that we keep ourselves up to date with all of the labour market developments and things happening within our sector so that we can best support you, our students and our graduates. That's why this week I've been attending the AGCAS conference. That's the national annual event for the Association of Graduate Careers Advisory Services. And lots of my other colleagues have been there too. In this episode of the Career Zone podcast, I'll be hearing from some of my colleagues about what they found most interesting this week. An exciting train of thought is emerging around freelancing and particularly around placements in freelancing. It will be really interesting to see if we can broaden what students are able to do during their time at university, whether it's work placements, internships or part time work. Providing students with relevant and transferable skills as well as technical skills so they can work entrepreneurially as well as in a a company will be an exciting venture for us. Something that I've learnt and just wanted to sort of pass on is that psychometric testing as part of job applications are used by 75% of the Times Top 100 employers, 95% of FTSE 100 companies, and are also used in the screening processes by the government, military, and the third sector as well, and that they may screen out up to 40% of candidates. With that in mind, around 90% of people that are applying for jobs are using a mobile phone, and when you're taking personality tests or psychometric tests on a mobile, the personality or psychometric assessments show little or no bias if you're using your phone rather than a laptop. However, if you're using your phone and you're doing cognitive ability tests, you're more likely to not score as well um, just because you're having to retain information as you scroll past things on your phone when you're answering questions. So it's always best to use a PC or laptop to take tests of any kind whenever possible. And it's also really important to remember the environment you're in when taking a test. So, for example, try and avoid uh, noisy or busy places if possible so you can really concentrate on what you're doing and, and be able to process all the information in front of you. My takeaways from the AGCAS conference last week are around graduate schemes and graduate jobs with some of the sessions really highlighting how many amazing graduate jobs there are coming out of the graduate schemes with the uh, top times 100 employers even through the pandemic a lot of these companies have realized that they need to keep that pipeline of graduate talent coming through and so we're seeing a really good amount of vacancies still being advertised for those graduate schemes one of the sessions with rates my placement which is a brilliant jobs board if you're looking for a graduate job or indeed a placement one of the takeaways from their session was that there is a peak of graduate jobs being posted in October every year so which is really early Um, you may be surprised to hear that but October and the start of November is when a lot of those graduate jobs and placements are being posted by companies and that application window is actually quite short so if you're looking if you're in your final year thinking about graduating or you're in your second year thinking about a placement year you really need to be looking nice and early in October to be able to get in to those um, those well-established well-respected 
graduate and placement schemes. Yeah, take a look at Handshake for jobs as well as Rate My Placement if you're looking. Uh, That's where we've got all of our jobs that employers send us published. So please do look at that. And if you need any help with your applications, then come and see us in the career zone. Rate My Placement actually said one of the main reasons that people didn't end up finishing an application was because they felt their skills didn't match what the job role was asking for so if you're having any trouble kind of articulating what your skills are or matching what what your experience is to a job role and you know having the confidence to go for it then you can come and talk to us in a in a one-to-one and we can help you with that and the other the other reason they said that students weren't applying for things was because they just simply missed the application window so coming back to my point about getting in there nice and early knowing what's being published bookmarking that in your calendar maybe and knowing the deadlines and setting time aside to do those applications so that you don't miss out i've just come out of the keynote speak by dr Nima pasha um, where she's discussing the future of work within this presentation she talks about some research she did when working for the henley business school back in 2019 and she looked at the key skills that graduates might need working in the future in a world that is uncertain and when there's going to be lots of AI and potential metaverses within the workplace and things like this. And and the four key skills that she identified were um, analysis skills, self-reliance, an openness to experience, and the last one is conscientiousness. And some of these knit together. So, for example, with regard to openness to experiences, it's not just about kind of saying yes to everything. It's using that conscientiousness to really be targeted in those experiences that can improve your skills and increase your employability. So one of the speakers at the conference was talking about productivity and the influence of the people that you spend time with. And she quoted a really interesting Harvard study which showed that if you sit next to somebody who is really productive and really kind of positive and enthusiastic about their work just by sitting near them you will experience about a 17% increase in your productivity whereas if you sit next to somebody with what they called a, a toxic personality or a toxic worker somebody who is not very productive the people sitting near them will experience about a 30% drop in their own productivity. So that's so interesting, isn't it? And although it applies to the workplace, it can equally apply to kind of where you choose to sit in your class or who you choose to study with. So um, I guess my learning from that would be choose wisely who you spend your time with. And if you want to be more productive find people who are really smashing it and be near them spend time with them my key takeaway from the conference was attending the session on improving appointments with disabled students as a team we are developing and reviewing all of the skills and advice sessions over the summer with equality diversity and inclusion edi as one key factor that we're reviewing. I learned some useful tips and techniques that we can implement as a team in the next academic year. One of the interesting things that I picked up from the conference was about psychometric testing. 
and a little kind of cycle that students might want to use to help them with preparing for psychometric tests. So the first stage would be to take some action and that would be to find out a bit more about the type of test that you're going to take and then get some practice. And then the second stage would be to reflect on that practice. So kind of asking yourself, how did I do? Did I understand the instructions? How confident did I feel? How anxious was I? How did I do with speed? How did I do with accuracy? And then thinking about skills that need to be developed. And they talked about how actually reflection is the tool that allows your kind of accuracy and speed to increase and to get some really good sort of optimum performance and then the next stage they called creation uh, which was about using the answers from those reflective questions to set new targets so maybe needing to learn more about the test or maybe needing to work on speed or maybe needing to brush up on the knowledge or the skills that are being assessed by the test and figuring out where those gaps are in knowledge and then the final stage was exploration which was kind of more practicing the tests really Um, so it's sort of this loop of practice and information seeking plus reflecting and then repeating that cycle again. As I work closely with academics in the business school I was particularly interested in the sessions and showcases around embedding employability in the curriculum and employability skills in curriculum design. The Business School have recently developed a Graduate Skills to Thrive model, which aims to help students better understand what key graduate skills they are developing through their academic modules, but also to enable academics to ensure employability is a key consideration when they are developing content for existing and new modules. As a learning point from the conference, I'd like to work with our academic champion in the business school and our employability and careers consultants on how to further help academics embed employability in their modules and across degree programmes, ensuring business school degree programmes remain relevant and equip students with the skills they truly need following graduation. This can all complement and link up to the existing support in the career zone, such as Create Your Future, the Exeter Award, Grand Challenges and so on, with the ultimate result of supporting students with employability and increasing academic awareness of and engagement with our service. This was the Career Zone podcast, brought to you by the University of Exeter Career Zone. You can find this series on iTunes and Spotify, so do subscribe and follow us to keep up with our regular releases. And we would love to hear from you. So if there is something on your mind, then share your thoughts or questions on Instagram at UOE Career Zone or at UOE Cornwall Career Zone or Twitter at UOE Careers. Hashtag Career Zone Podcast and we'll follow up in one of the next episodes. Finally, of course, you can find out more information about all the support we offer at exeter.ac.uk slash careers.